This is Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine, the most listened to podcast for parents by parents. Okay, let's just uh, do this here. I just want to make sure. How are you doing? How are you doing? I hope everybody there can hear me. I am going to just test something really quick before we get started and make sure I know we can see each other. And there we go. So we do have audio. So that's a good thing. All right, Abigail, how are you doing? Good. Now we're having some audio issues with this platform today. So you guys are going to hear her through my cell phone. So there may be some delay. So just please forgive us as we work through, you know, some bugs uh, with our uh, platform that hosts us. And we will go from there. But you guys know my motto is the show must go on. So I want to thank everyone for joining us on Back Talk, the talk show for Black parents. And for a back to school special, we have Abigail, the storyteller, and she is going to tell us all about her and then read us a back to school story. So if you don't have your kids around right now, you might want to pull them around for that part so they can get story time via back talk. All right. Now, are you ready? Yes, I am. So Abigail, first, tell us all about how you got started with your love for books and reading stories. That's what we need to know. Well, how I got started, first, when I was very young, I started reading books on my mommy's page. And then I just kept on going forward and forward, and I just started loving reading. And so my nana started making me a page, and I just got so excited. And I really want to keep it forward, and I think it'll be very good and come very handy one. Well, that's great. That's fantastic. Um, I I wanted to ask you too, how many books, because you talked about this with me a little bit earlier, how many books have you read so far? Well, I have read 415 books, but today you will be listening to 416. That's fantastic. I feel so honored to be part of the 416. That sounds like a lucky number to me. So, you know, we got to keep that in mind. 416. We're number 416. Guys, you are privileged to be here to listen to Abigail read her 416th book. That's amazing. So who's your favorite author? Well, the author that I almost credit to is Ms. Barbara Park. She is the author of Junie B. Jones. But it's hard to pick just one. So the ones I read the best of are Miss Rachel Renee Russell. She's the author of Dork Dark. And Mr. Lincoln Pierce. He's the author of Big Name. And Miss Anna McQuinn. The author of Lola at the Library. And Miss Jacqueline Woodson. The author of Pecan Pie Baby and Miss Betty Vinyl. The author of I'm a Pretty Little Black Girl. All right. You're going to have to list these for us somewhere on Twitter and share them with our readers because they all sound like they're very interesting books. And I'm sure some of our readers would like to share them with their own children and, and um, so they can get that experience and the love that you have for reading. 
Um, also, let me ask you some things about you. How old are you? I am 10 years old. You're 10 years old. And I imagine you're doing really well in school because if you really love reading that much, you should be getting almost all A's. Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. And I know because one of the things I always tell our parents is that one thing you can do to ensure your child's success in life is to give them the love of reading. Read to them and then let them read to you, which is what your parents are letting you do on a regular basis because you are very consistent on, um, I see you on Twitter all the time, reading aloud to us all, which is very lovely. And I'm just so proud of you. You do so well and you're so animated with it. So congratulations on being such a great reader. Do you know that in Africa, like where you know, like where a lot of our ancestors kind came from, they have something called a griot. Do you know about griots? No. Let me tell you about griots because you should look them up. They were the storytellers, and they only told stories by word of mouth. They didn't have any books. They would share stories over generation and generation. And then the next person would be groomed like an apprentice to be the next griot. And they would tell the history of the whole tribe. And they were so good at it. They're saying they still have some griots around. They're really sing-songy type of stories that just pull you in. They're the best storytellers out there. So you kind of remind me of a little griot. It's spelled G-R-I-O-T. And they would be the ones that would tell all the stories all the time, whether they were fictitious or they were nonfiction, real stories. They were the ones that kept the stories. And that's how you knew about the history of the tribe from them. So you are a little griot is what you remind me of. Um, What's your favorite color? Well, that's easy. Pink because it means sweet, nice, playful, cute, and charming. All right. And I told you this earlier, but I'm going to tell our audience that they, and they've seen me. So if they've been watching, if you saw me about a month ago, I actually had pink hair mixed in with my silver because I really like pink too. And I have a granddaughter who I absolutely adore who's four and she loves pink as well. So I kind of did it for her. But yes, pink hair, I will totally do again. I actually miss it. So I love pink myself. So let me ask you, what's your favorite food? Getting off topic of reading a little bit. <laughs> There's so many delicious foods, but my favorite food is pizza. Uh-huh. I mean, okay. All right. So, um, let me ask you if we talked about your favorite author and your favorite, you know, kind of what your favorite books are, would you ever write your own book or have you been an author yet? How'd that work out for you? <laughs> it worked out good. Good. It was called The Unicorn on the Cloud. Oh, okay. Can you tell me a little bit about it? I mean, what's the story about? Well, it's about a unicorn with her friends, Unidog, Unicat, and Unicorn. But one day, all the rainbow magic disappeared. But the rainbow unicorn had a good idea. She said, we can put our horse together. And then we can make magic in a pea or a rainbow. And then they have 
Fantastic. All right. Let me ask you about the story you're going to tell us to, about today. Do you have the book right there? Yes, I do. Can you show us the cover? Oh, the night before kindergarten. Okay. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to, to let Abigail just inspire us with her reading and about the, is it about the first day of kindergarten? Or night before kindergarten. <laughs> reading is fundamental. Okay. So right. The night before kindergarten. So you tell us, go ahead. You start the story. Make sure you go slowly so they can hear you through the telephone. I'm going to be really quiet so everyone can hear. So go ahead. The Night Before Kindergarten by Miss Natasha Lee. Twas the night before kindergarten, and as they prepared, kids were excited and a little bit scared. They tossed and they turned about in their bed while visions of school supplies danced in their heads. Erasers and crayons and pencils galore were stuck in their backpacks and sat by the door. Outfits were hung by the closet with care and hugs that kindergarten soon. In the morning, it came. School starts today. Would the teacher be nice? Would they still get to play? Faces were washed and teeth were brushed once. Kids posed for pictures with eyes sparkling bright. Parents packed snacks and kids hopped in cars as if they were boarding a spaceship to Mars. Some kids brought blankets for their favorite stuffed bear and hoped that, like they did in daycare, their parents disappointed. You're a big kid. Wow. Let us hold your bears and blankets. The parents will worry. Their children will cry. If they let them just So they told their darling, if you want it, you can stay. Make sure that everything will be a-okay. The teacher they greeted, each one with a smile, and invited the students to stay for a while. The room was all filled with toys, books, and naps. Uh, but where were the beds for mid morning They colored and painted and 
and watch my wonderful eyes to appear. But sad moms and dads who were holding back tears. Their noses so sniffly, their eyes red wet. This was the saddest goodbye Miss Sunrise had seen yet. She gathered the grown up on the magical road, then sent them away. After one final hug. The children all waved at the door of the school. Don't cry, Mom and Dad. Kindergarten is cool. <laughs> that was beautiful. Is that the end? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, it's the end. The end. That's correct. Now, I, I got to tell everybody, we accidentally had your mom's name up there, Mary Lennon, before, because, of course, it's her Facebook account, so which is what, how this is connected. But um, I want, I'm going to put up, even though it's early in the show, your Twitter handle, which also has like your mom's name in it and stuff like that. So it's a little complex, so I'm going to leave it up there for a few minutes so that people can actually know how to contact you. But speaking about back to school, Missy, there's a big problem that a lot of students and, and children are having in school right now. And I know you probably don't know anything about this because I'm sure no one's bullying you, but about bullying. So how do you feel about bullying in schools? So let me go back so we can see both of us. But how do you feel about bullying in schools? And have you ever had an experience with that? Yes, I have. Okay, tell us about it. So you told the teacher, and then what happened? Now, what happened is the teacher talked to them, and then they were being respectful much more. Much more respectful after that. That's good. Let me ask you then, what is your advice for um, dealing with bullies in schools? Well, dealing with bullies at school... When dealing with bullies, you may feel like there's nothing you can do about it. Like, you may feel you're like you're stuck. What you can try is to ignore them. But if it doesn't work, tell a teacher or an adult. But please, also, tell your parents. Because it doesn't matter what kind of hair you have. It doesn't matter what color your eyes are. It doesn't matter how you walk. It doesn't matter how you talk. It doesn't matter what you wear or where you live. Because no one deserves or asks to be bullied. That's correct. When that is being bullied, step up so others won't get stepped on. Because we all have the right to learn, study, live, play, love, and laugh in a world free from bullying, racism, and discrimination. You are fantastic. I just love you. All right. So 
With that being said, and you said it shouldn't matter what people wear, I have to comment on your shirt today. What, tell me about your shirt. What does it say? Tell everybody. We can read it, but I want you to tell everybody. I'd rather be reading. That's correct. And I'm sure that is a true sentiment. So you really love reading. You'd rather be reading. I love that you are this advocate for literacy and you are a fantastic poster girl spokesperson. I think you're going to just you're going to start as something. And I can't wait to see you on bigger shows like Ellen and all of those. And I, maybe I can get tickets that day you get there because I would love to see you on there myself. Uh, but let me ask you, like, what are your short term goals for school? Because I know you have a lot of plans and things going on. My short term goal is I won't any other task in the evening before I study at least two hours every day. Wow, you do that every day? Every day. Fantastic. So let me ask you a little bit about, because um, you seem to be very, very in tune to the world. So if you could say anything to our president, I don't know if I'm going to be stepping in something here, but to our president, what would you say? Well, I would say, Mr. President, what are you doing to make America great for all people? Because the Declaration of Independence states, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I think everyone deserves the right to be happy. I think you're right about that. And, you know, I hope he also put some initiatives in to help with literacy. And um, that way, you know, you can keep promoting your platform and have some support behind you. Um, let me ask you, do you know what your next book is going to be? that you read? It's going to be my many colored day. Wow. Okay. That's fantastic. So I can't wait to see you on Twitter. Let me put up where you can be reached and you can tell us all about your other places where people can reach you. So tell us about your social media links and how people can find you and listen to your wonderful stories. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and and do you have a certain handle or name on there, or all of them the same as that's on the screen? It just says Abigail, the storyteller on each one. Okay, and we can find you that way. Yes, you can. Fantastic. Well, Abigail, I want to thank you for coming on Back Talk, the talk show for Black parents. I think you've been a wonderful guest. You're welcome, and thank you. Okay, so hang in there because if you if everybody's watching, uh, make sure you follow us. You see Abigail's link there. You can follow us as well on Twitter. Um, we are here, so you can find us on uh, at Black Parenting One on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, we're there, so look for us. You can also go to our website. And you can uh, find all kinds of articles there as well, which we promote on social media. But I just want to tell everyone, thank you for listening. And even if you're watching a replay, uh, until next time, we will see you soon. All righty. Bye-bye, everybody. And before I oh. end it.
Thanks for tuning in to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine. We'll see you soon.